This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. As football fans, we often pride ourselves on knowing everything, from which substitution can turn the game around to the quickest route home to beat the crowds. However, when it comes to discussing feelings with our friends, we might not always feel as confident. That's why we're here to equip you with the right tools so you can reach out to those who can help. If your mates are struggling, let them know that the Samaritans are free to call on 116123. That's 116123. They are there to listen without judgment or pressure, 24-7, 365 days of the year. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. Well, it wasn't quite the six out of six points that we were so positively predicting in the last episode. However, the week did finish most certainly on a high. We're not really going to talk much about um, the whole off-the-field issues that we're currently going through as a football club in this episode. Recording this on Sunday, of course, after the 2-1 triumph over York City at home. Before we do go on to the game, as I said, we're not going to discuss it in great depth, but the interview that came out on Friday with Raj Singh was an absolute car crash of an interview. I think you'll agree, don't you, Davo? Yeah, I think we can all agree as well that in... The previous times that Raj has come out publicly and spoke, he's never come across well. And Friday was another great example of that. It was an opportunity, in my opinion, to come out and maybe try and stabilise things. Instead, he hasn't. And he made things 10 times, 100 times even worse for himself and made a rod for his own back. But look, like you've said, we're not going to touch on it much. It's a time to celebrate the win yesterday, the performance, and whatever happens behind the scenes happens. And we just hope for some more positive news in the future. Now, before we get on to the actual performance, discuss the man of the match and the impact of the new signings, etc. One thing that has, has gathered a little bit of momentum on Twitter, and I've seen quite a few times, I know that one of our good friends who likes to listen, Jill, is a big fan of, is the return of the huddle. Now, Davo, that picture came out yesterday as well. I think it was Scott had taken and it had been put on the official um, club channels. You know, is the huddle something that you you're really glad to see back? I know it. I know it's one of them things that some people will think are oh, you know. So what, what? What does it add? But do you think it shows that lads are? I've seen a few people hinting to it shows that lads are a bit more united than they perhaps have been. Do you think this is something Kevin Phillips has maybe introduced? I mean, what are your thoughts on it? Not going to touch on it much. If I'm being brutally honest, it's not something that I thought too much about. I think if it helps with team building with you know, the idea of unity, togetherness, then I'm all for it, you know, and if if maybe that's something that Kevin Phillips has maybe suggested the lads do, then, hey, that's fair enough, and if it works, it works, but, yeah, it's, it's, it's I suppose in one sense, it's nice to see, I guess, I mean, you always remember the old days, don't you, back in, 
Well, when we were actually half decent. Yeah. yeah, exactly. You know, you'd come out, do all the official handshake, and then, you know, it'd be straight to the huddle, and then the big roar from the fans, and it was the same on Saturday. So, yeah, I'm all for it. Why not? So, of course, since we have recorded the last episode, which, if you haven't listened to it, we released last Monday, um, it'll be very much more negative you know, episode than, than what you're listening to when you listen to this one. Pools have made three signings. So first to join us was a winger on loan from Grimsby Town by the name of Otis Khan. So I'll just quickly read the statement that came out when we signed him. So Hartlepool United are delighted to announce Otis Khan has signed on loan from Grimsby until the end of the season. The exciting attacker who represents Pakistan internationally came through the youth setup at Manchester United before moving on to Sheffield United and playing in League One as a youngster. The 28-year-old had holds vast experience in the Football League with over 200 appearances across League 1 and 2. He's played for likes of Yeovil, Mansfield, Leighton Orient and also reached the EFL Trophy Final with Tranmere Rovers in 2021. Last season, Khan made 39 appearances for Grimsby as they finished 11th in League 2, as well as playing in the World Cup qualifiers for Pakistan. Khan will wear the number 40 shirt at the Suit Direct Stadium. So... Upon joining Pools, he says, It's a massive opportunity, I can't wait to get going. The gaffer wants me to make an impact to the team. And the way he's looking to play, it suits me massively. There'll be a big crowd at the game on Saturday and York are a decent side, so I'm looking forward to it. KP added, I'm delighted to bring us to the club. We've identified the areas that we need strengthening in and with the backing from the chairman, we've been able to do that. Oates is technically a very good player. He looks after the ball and can split defences. He'll add some great quality to the team with his experience and attitude and we're looking forward to working with him. Davo, before we talk about the collective performance yesterday, how impressed were you with new signing Otis? Yeah, I think um, for his cameo yesterday, I think it was a good positive performance. I think you can tell by the way he moves on the ball. He seems very technically able, very qu- quick feeted, footed even. We just hope and pray that in the games leading up in the future, before the end of the season, we start to see some some contributions, some goals and assists. But he looked lively, he looked a handful yesterday. Yeah, I think for me it was nice to see a bit of pace, a bit of a player that's you know, direct. We haven't had for probably since Dan Kemp. Um is the, is the last kind of player that I could could you know compare him with. Um, he's a player who clearly has a lot of experience and, and hopefully can really have an impact on the squad. So, yeah, it was good to see him out on the pitch there. Obviously, he started yesterday against York. The second signing was followed by another individual from York City and one which we'll probably spend a chunk of time discussing. It's, of course, defender Luke Waterfall, who signed from Grimsby Town once again but on a permanent transfer this time and during his impressive career spanning over 15 years Waterfall has twice captained National League sides to promotion in the Football League the 33 year old led Lincoln City to the National League title in 2017 before playing an instrumental role in the Imps' historic FA Cup run which included upsets over Ipswich Brighton and of course Burnley in 2018 Waterfall lifted the EFL trophy at Wembley with Lincoln before moving on to League One with Shrewsbury Town where he played over 50 games Waterfall joined Grimsby in August 2019 and was installed as club captain at Blundell Park, he scored a late winner in the 2022 National League playoff semi-final for helping the 
Mariners win the playoff final and regain their place in League 2. Last season, Defender played the full 90 minutes as Grimsby knocked Premier League side Southampton out the FA Cup to reach a quarter-final of the competition for the second time in his career. Waterfall, who has selected the number 42 shirt, will be eligible to make his Pools debut, which of course he did yesterday against York City. So upon signing for Pools... Waterfall said, I'm buzzing to be here and I'm excited for the challenge ahead. For me, first and foremost, it's about gaining results. It's small margins, but soon as we get a few points on the board, we're looking up the table. Consistency is massive and hopefully we can make that happen. Phillips, of course, commented saying, we're excited to bring Luke in. He'll be a big asset to us. He's a leader and he knows what it takes to win promotion out of this league. He wants to come here and do well, so he's raring to go. To sign Joe Monks and the recruitment team have been working hard on over the last few weeks. They've identified several targets and now we're acting on them. Now, I don't want to jump the gun too early. I really, really don't. But a good friend of ours, Luke Bell, also stated this to me this morning, that Waterfall yesterday, in the way that he handled himself, the performance that he put in, reminded him of Gary Liddell. I do tend to agree with him. I thought the whole composure that he brought to the team, he was constantly communicating well. He won absolutely everything. His headers, he stood his man up instead of diving in. He knew when was the right time to dive in. It was just so refreshing. And he worked really, really well with Parks, obviously another January signing. I thought he really, really stood out and... and Again, not to not to jump the gun on what we're about to discuss in a little while, but he was my man of the match without without any shadow of a doubt. I thought he just really not only did what he had to do, did the basics right, but it was just, honestly, I, I can't tell you how good it was to see a performance from a centre-half at Pulls that actually added a lot and actually made us look 10 times, if not 20 times more solid than we usually are. So I was quite surprised, actually, when we announced that deal, especially on a permanent transfer. I was expecting maybe to get him in on loan, but flipping heck, he could be a signing, couldn't he, Davo? I mean, like you've said, he was outstanding. Absolutely outstanding. We've been crying out for him all season. He didn't look out of place. If you didn't know any better, you'd think he'd been here all season. Mm-hmm. Like Again, it's like what you said. It is important that you don't get carried away. It is one game. It is, I think it was 97 minutes he played yesterday. But wow, him and Parks are going to be a treat. I mean, we all said when that was announced, first thing we said, Parks and Waterfall is your, your centre-half duo. And they didn't fail to disappoint yesterday. And hopefully, fingers crossed, again, trying to keep your feet on the ground. But with that platform... That will give us every opportunity to succeed. Not 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 necessarily this season, but moving forward as you look ahead into the next campaign and maybe the campaign after. Yeah, cracking signing. And then we did add a third player in the of the week since we've recorded the last episode as well. So we announced the sign of Courtney Senior on loan from Barnet. Um, this is what the statement read. The sharp winger with nearly 200 career appearances came through Brentford's youth set-up before enjoying a five-year spell with Colchester United. He played 145 times at the U's and won the 2019 Young Player of the Year award. Senior then moved to Newport and then Wimbledon before signing for Barnet in February 2023. He's made eight appearances for the Beezers campaign and spent the last month on loan at Yeovil Town. 
Upon joining Poole's senior state, I'm very excited to be here. The move came about quite quickly. I can't wait to get going. Hartlepool is a big club and I don't think they are where they are. They are where they should be, so hopefully I can make an impact and help the team rise up the table. Kevin Phillips added, I'm pleased to bring Courtney to the club. We need a pace in the team. He's got that in abundance. He's a typical winger who likes to take people on. He's a threat and he'll frighten defenders. Now, it's clear to see that Kevin Phillips has identified the areas that he wants to really target. And it's nice to see that he's been able to do that. You know, it's going to take time for him to be able to mould his squad and shape his squad exactly how he'd like it and to have the squad, you know, in the place that he wants. But that's a long-term project and he's alluded to that. But I love how direct he's been in his interviews, how he's not afraid to get people out of the club who he doesn't think are up to it, how he's not afraid to be honest with players and tell them to shape up, basically. And I think that's really going to help us moving forward. And It's exactly what we need in, t- in terms of management. We can't afford to have a manager who is weak. We can't afford to have a manager who will let certain things slide. This man seems like a manager who really knows and has a sense of direction and where he wants to go. So let's, of course, discuss yesterday's huge three points, vital three points. Picture the scene. All of your mates around, you've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Partner this with your team playing champagne football. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. There's nothing quite like a McDelivery. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. As football fans, we often pride ourselves on knowing everything, from which substitution can turn the game around to the quickest route home to beat the crowds. However, when it comes to discussing feelings with our friends, we might not always feel as confident. That's why we're here to equip you with the right tools so you can reach out to those who can help. If your mates are struggling, let them know that the Samaritans are free to call on 116123. That's 116123. They are there to listen without judgment or pressure. 24-7, 365 days of the year. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. Manny D gets a brace, two goals. Really, you know, good seeing back on the pitch, back amongst the goals. Just talk us through the performance as a whole then, Davo. Refreshing, I think is the word I'd use. I think we knocked it around well at times, really well. I think I've been saying... For many weeks now, in the build-up to Kevin Phillips coming in, that we've looked too narrow. We haven't had the width at time that we've craved. So, again, just touch on Kevin Phillips. The fact that he's come straight in, no messing around, cards on the table, and he's added two wide players. And I think we saw yesterday how much of a difference it made having those quick, direct players. Seniors coming in, played just short of half an hour yesterday. He chipped in with an assist for Manny D's first goal. But second yeah. goal, you mean? Oh no, it was first. The first goal, the second goal. Yes, was it was the second one was a penalty, which you know I must have been in shock. I was winning the penalty, but I'll let you carry on. <laughs> Definitely, but I think one of the things that impressed me more than yesterday, maybe a little bit happy and, and relieved, is the fact that we looked a team well up for it. We looked energetic, lively. We were throwing bodies in the way. There was a huge scramble, I think, in the box. I think it was the second half. Usually you see opposition teams score in those moments. Yesterday we were throwing bodies in the box, bodies in the way. We just seemed up for it. I mean, again, I know it's one game, but for me, it just gives you a little bit of hope that this team are going to feel 
and reap the benefits of having someone like Ken Phillips in. They look refreshed. They look like a team without a, a weight on the shoulder. You can go on and go on. I just thought generally it was a really good positive performance, especially going into a tough game next week away at Bromley. I mean, I won't lie, I expected a completely different atmosphere yesterday and I know there was a lot of people saying we just need to focus on getting behind the lads. You know, there was obviously a lot of people saying we need to let Raj know. Of course, said individual was not at the game, which you you would expect. Um, He would have had an incredible front on him to have turned up after everything that's gone on this week. But it was good that we were able to just focus on getting behind the lads, in all honesty. Um, You know, it was... It was, as you say, a breath of fresh air to come away from Pools having seen us win. For once, we were the people waving goodbye to fans going out the stadium earlier. Usually, it would be us, you know, the, on the end of that, the way we've been playing this season. And I just think it was, it was a complete team performance, which was really important um, to see. You know, Kevin Phillips has alluded to that as a collective, we're putting those performances in. He needs to see more from individuals. Well, I think individuals stepped up yesterday. I really do. You know, I thought the likes of Callum Cook added a lot coming back from injury. Manny D, obviously, with his two goals, his hold-up play. You had Luke Waterfall, as expected. Um, you know, we've already we've already discussed his performance. Um, you had Tom Parks, really solid. Nicky Featherston, I think, looked... You know, he added some moments of quality in there and just looked really calm on the ball. You know, I could go on, which is a rare occasion this season in, in regards to being positive about a team's performance and certain individuals. But we did ask for your man of the match and we had over 300 people vote, but just under half went with Luke Waterfall, 48% of the vote, Callum Cook, 28%, Manny D, 20% and 4% other. I'll just read a couple of the comments. So Richard Ward, some very good performances today, could be any of those guys. Feathers look good, second half, and both Gray and Senior as sub showed real attacking intent. Much, much better, thankfully. Ben McMorris thought Nicky Featherston struggled a bit on the physical side but was brilliant when he had the ball. Looks a class above at times. John Turner, Cook looked unbelievable today but Waterfall and Parks won the game for us. Both looked solid and you can see they're both very experienced. Waterfall man of the match for me. Connor could pick any of them today. So hard to say um, one that stands out but Cook, he was unbelievable. Wish he had, would have more confidence to get players more often. Adam Stocker, all had great games and looked so much... Better with two central defenders who you can rely on. But for me, Manny won as a game. Dread to think where we'd be without him this season. Joshy Griff, either Waterfall Parks or Crofts in my opinion. Andrew Williamson, all of them. So, as we've said, it, it was really, really good to see individuals stepping up to the plate and showing that they cared, I think. You know, you look at some of the challenges that went in that were 50-50s and players were actually chucking themselves into it. It was really impressive. There were a couple of occasions where everyone was hurling themselves at the ball to stop it, a shot coming in. Of course, we couldn't keep a clean sheet. You know, that, that's kind of become a standard procedure, hasn't it? Um, but other than that, you know, I was I was happy coming away. And that's the first time in a very long time that I have been happy coming away from a, a pulls pulls result. So you know, it's it's nice to be to be on a Sunday looking back at pulls having won, 
you know, pulls looking up the table instead of back because these last this last week was massive for us, wasn't it? You know, we've got six points out of nine, which is a good return. I'd say it's a good return. Kev would have Kevin ourselves obviously, but Kev would have wanted the full three wins. Obviously he had his first game in the dugout yesterday. Um, but I'm going to end the episode on this note. It was so good to see a manager not bottle that fist pump. Like, as much as I do like Graham Lee, dear me, when he did that fist pump, you know, when it happened at Lincoln away and he set the precedent for it going forward with his kind of three different fist pumps in one action, Phillips was just a solid, let the crowd wind up a bit and then bang, hit with a fist pump. That was it. No nonsense. And then clapped the fans. It didn't butcher it. So we'll end on that note. Like Poles, clinical when we had our chances yesterday. And we go into another week of training, another game next week. As you say, tough game. Davo, I know you're making a journey down. But I bet you're looking forward to it now, aren't you? Definitely. If you'd asked me a week or two ago, I'd have said, my goodness, how many are we going to concede this afternoon? But after yesterday, you know, all I'll say is it is a positive step in the right direction. It's it's a building block. I think if we can go down, get a point, I'll be happy. We'll all be happy, I'm sure. It's just not losing exactly. after a win. You know what I mean? Because last Saturday, obviously we won then we didn't follow it up on Tuesday, then we've won again. Let's just hope we follow it up with something because that's the pattern that needs to change moving forward, being able to keep building because at the end of the day, that's been one of our biggest downfalls this season. We've won a game and we've not kicked on. But to be fair, that's been a downfall for the last few seasons, if we're being brutally honest. But anyway, that wraps up this episode of HUFC Chat. We do hope that you were glad we decided to release another episode a little bonus episode the 20th of the season which is pretty good going i'd say davo with the structure that we've gone for not producing content necessarily every week but on that note pulse fans we do hope you enjoyed listening if you want to catch up on any episodes that you may have missed just go back onto usual listening platforms and you'll be able to find all the content there but davo i will let you end this episode with our infamous saying over to you mate as ever keep the faith back the boys and never say die we shall see you in the next episode the talk sport fan network is proudly teaming up with free for mental health awareness week this year as football fans we often pride ourselves on knowing everything from which substitution can turn the game around to the quickest route home to beat the crowds however when it comes to discussing feelings with our friends we might not always feel as confident. That's why we're here to equip you with the right tools so you can reach out to those who can help. If your mates are struggling, let them know that the Samaritans are free to call on 116123. That's 116123. They are there to listen without judgment or pressure, 24-7, 365 days of the year. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.